Hey guys, it's Denver here and today I want to speak about unexpected weight gain. Another quick and simple podcast for you, just breaking down the facts, things to think about and consider to help you to get towards your ultimate goal. Now, when it comes to unexpected weight gain, typically we're in a fat loss phase, we're looking to get leaner and we're seeing the scale drop progressively over time and then all of a sudden we see some stalls or we see some weight gain we wake up a lot heavier we feel you know emotional about this result or this current situation and we start to freak out sometimes we think we have to eat less food or become more active or really can't figure out what is going on and you know there are some considerations around reducing your food intake or increasing your activity levels to continue the process of fat loss without a doubt our bodies definitely adapt to what we're doing as we get smaller our energy needs become less as we diet for longer our physical activity becomes lower as well over time and we do have you know a level of adaptation that we have to consider and we have to obviously eat less food or become more active to keep things progressing and that is the general approach when it comes to progressive fat loss or weight loss over time sticking to the protocols, making adjustments over time based on progress, but also being consistent. Now, before we do make these adjustments, it is important to consider other factors which might come into play around why the scale might be moving up right now and how it may not actually be uh, a fat loss issue or a stall, but other considerations to uh, you know take into account, I guess. So I just wanna go through basically a short list of potential um, causes of weight gain or things that we might have to like kind of just tick the boxes on to ensure that we're doing okay before we look to freaking out or eating less or you know becoming more active in regards to like structured cardio weight training steps goals etc now the first thing we have to look at is are we drinking less water than our body is accustomed to or are we having fluctuations with our hydration which may be causing some fluid shifts and then causing some weight gain some days and weight loss other days we also have to look at are we consuming more salt on some days than other days so consuming more sodium can actually have an effect where we retain more fluid um, and you know having fluctuations with that can really shift how we look and also how much we weigh and you know to put this into perspective when i was in a contest prep back in 2016 i was getting quite lean and then i decided i wanted to play around with my salt intake and kind of get my body used to having more since every time you have you know some salt pre-workout you tend to become more vascular so i wanted my body to adapt to a higher salt intake so i was having a lot more sodium every day i was having soups i was adding salt to my foods etc and it was quite a significant increase in sodium when I was training, I looked super vascular, but when I wasn't training, I looked pretty watery and smooth for a period of time. And I was hoping my body would adapt to that and obviously shift that fluid weight, but it didn't. And I still looked really average and it really blurred my current body composition or you know level of leanness. And it made me look a lot smoother than I really was. And my scale weight was up as well. So I did have to reduce that sodium intake and normalize it back to normal get my water back where it was or keep it where it was and help that to shift as well and you know if you want to play around with your salt intake you have to do it in a progressive nature I would say 
and progressively increase it over time, but then also be okay with some fluid weight or fluid retention for short phases as well. But that was, you know, definitely an eye-opener in regards to how salt can really affect how you look and also how much you weigh, but not so much or not, not in real, any way really how much lean mass you have or how much fat mass you have, uh, but, you know, it's the fluid that really makes a huge difference. Also, you want to think about how stressed you are. So again, going back to contest prep 2016, I've got like a photo on my Instagram of the start of my contest prep and then, you know, like maybe one week out or something like that from my first show. And you can see my face, how severely stressed I was, how fatigued I was, you know, a real lack of sleep, I would say. A definite long-term caloric deficit is going to have a lot of negative effects around training performance and sleep and, you know, general stress levels as well. So, you know, how stressed are you? If you're in a calorie deficit, chances are your stress levels are higher than you realize. And there's different things that, you know, add to your level of stress that you don't really think about. Just because you may not wake up and say, hey, I'm really stressed right now, doesn't mean that your body isn't under a lot of stress. And weight training is a stress as well. Dieting is a stress. There's a lot of stress involved uh, in the process of fat loss. So, you know, are you feeling a lot more stressed lately? That definitely plays a role in how you look and how much you weigh. And again, relating to fluid retention as well. We also have to look at how much sleep are you getting. When we sleep, we actually excrete a lot more fluid while we're sleeping, while we're breathing. So, and also when you wake up and go to the bathroom as well. So the more hours of sleep you can get, the basically you're going to wake up lighter. You're going to have less fluid retention. Again, it always revolves around fluid when it comes to unexpected weight gain. Uh, it's either going to be fluid weight or food weight that we're dealing with. So we just have to look at the reason or the cause as to why we are in this current situation and look to rectify it if we can, or just accept it because it's part of the process in some cases. So, you know, getting in, in enough sleep can definitely improve uh, fluid balance and help you to, to lose that extra bit of fluid weight while you're sleeping. can also aid in fat loss as well. So try to get really good sleep if you can. And are you going to the bathroom less frequently? If less food is coming in, less food is going to go out. That's just a fact. We all know that. But at the same time, if you are not going to the bathroom as much, you probably have a lot more food weight, um, you know, in your body and that's going to add to scale weight as well so we have to take that into consideration too is your training performance suffering at all are you becoming less active and less effective in the gym because that could definitely affect how the scale is moving and it can definitely affect your overall output in regards to calories burned so that isn't so much a fluid focus but also a energy expenditure focus which actually is a fat loss focus so you know if your training performance is suffering then your training output or your effectiveness in the gym is probably lower and you are probably burning fewer calories uh, than you would like or than you would normally you know utilize a burn and that could have a negative effect and may require you to look to eat more food look to eat less food sorry uh, <clears throat> to push that deficit or, you know, look to really work harder in the gym. And I'll discuss, I'll speak about um, how we can work around these things at the end of this podcast. But are you feeling lethargic or do you have a low general interest in, be in being physically active or physical tasks? That again, very similar to is your training performance suffering? Are you lethargic or are you less physically active? 
comes down to burning fewer calories, as I said. Just like maybe you might be doing fewer steps without realizing it because your body's really trying to conserve energy uh, during this fat loss phase. Another thing we have to look at is fiber intake. Are we consuming more fiber and that's causing us to become more bloated and hold more weight? Or are we not consuming enough fiber, again, causing us to be bloated and hold more weight? I know that sounds weird, but there is a certain amount of fiber that we should be consuming every day. And generally, we like to say 10 to 15 grams per thousand calories consumed to keep your body regular and help to shift that food weight. Uh, you know, to get that away out of your body and then obviously not have any effect on your scale weight. Another thing to consider, which is an obvious one, is are you hitting your macros accurately? Are you being consistent with your nutrition? And are you eating similar foods day to day? Because that can all play a role in how much you weigh as well and fluctuations with your scale weight. One other thing to consider is, actually two other things to consider. One Uh, For the women out there, you know, your menstrual cycle, like, is it time where you tend to gain more fluid weight and more uh, body weight around your period? And then for everybody in general, are you taking any new medication which may cause some weight gain? So that is a big one. There is a lot of medication out there which can cause fluid retention um, and inflammation and things like that. So medication is another one that we have to, you know, kind of consider and going through this whole list just tick off the boxes and ask yourself are you dealing with any of these things right now now in regards to how to get around this sometimes we just have to deal with it and keep pushing forwards and accept it and keep working hard continue with our current training uh, efforts as best as we can continue with our current nutritional strategies etc and just Understand that in most cases, it's going to be a fluid consideration and we just deal with it. The other alternative to that is actually finding ways to take some stress off the body by having a diet break where we're eating more calories or a higher amount of food for a consistent period of time, maybe a week or two, in um, an effort to improve your energy output, reduce stress in your body, improve your sleep, improve your uh, metabolic rate as well and have you in a healthier place. In addition to that, we can look at improving or changing your food sources to ensure that you're getting in adequate fiber, ensuring that our hydration is on point, improving our sodium intake or just making sure we're eating a similar amount of salt day to day. But ultimately, looking at doing a diet break is one Uh, path we can take and then the opposite to that is looking to just reduce your food intake and deal with you know whatever else it might be and really just ensure that we are in a calorie deficit so I guess they are both opposite goals because one or opposite tasks I should say because one is actually eating more food and one is eating less food but you have to know in your situation or circumstance which is best for you if you have a time-based goal and you're running out of time, maybe you don't have time for a diet break, but you might increase your food for a short period of time uh, closer to your event, uh, you know, to help to reduce stress and, you know, normalize your your hydration or your fluid balance, etc. But in most cases, people probably do have time to actually just implement a diet break. And that would probably be the better approach in most cases to deal with this kind of thing. 
However, if you are someone who is heavily overweight and you just really have to suck it up and keep pushing, then you just have to do that and more than likely eat less food or become more active or both and keep doing the work. So one thing to add is our body can sometimes be a bit slow at responding and one day you weigh more and then two days later you weigh a lot less. So there are going to be some fluctuations. So if you weigh yourself day to day and you get a weekly average of your weight and you track your average weekly weight, that is probably a better way of tracking progress on the scale to see exactly what is going on. But at the end of the day, run through that list, see if anything stands out to you and then uh, make the appropriate adjustments to continue on your journey. And in some cases, we make no adjustments at all. We just keep doing the work and let your body adapt, improve. And, uh, you know, sometimes we see that weight loss occur a little later than we expected. And that is it for today. I hope that was informative and helpful. And I will look to do another podcast soon.